Good morning, everyone. It's Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for this morning's edition of the Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. It's Monday, and it's time for us to kick off our week. And I was trying to think of a really good topic that uh, we could kick off the week with, something that would inspire us and uplift us. And I had a student last week in class named Ola. Now, Ola is a short name. I'm not going to get into his long name because I don't want to mispronounce it and uh, get clapped back from everyone on the internet. But Ola had, you know, a good thought with us. He shared some of his wisdom of what helps make agile work. And one of the things he talked about was the difference between push agility versus pull agility. Now, for years, I've taught this principle, but I don't think I've ever placed such great emphasis on it. So I thought today might be a good idea to show you. So we were talking about teams and trust and how teams work together. And one of the comments that he made, one of the things that he mentioned is that when teams are allowed to be trusted and pull their work instead of having thing, instead of having all their work pushed to them, that this helps them feel like uh, they're empowered, that they're self-organized, that they can do certain things, and they have a greater sense of satisfaction when it comes to agile success. So throughout the class, I asked him, I said, will you show me examples throughout the class of times where we can talk about pull versus push and some of the top things that you discover? I also took an opportunity to go back and research. And I mean, I went all the way back to an article in 2016 on the internet, all the way up to things that are current today, just to try to pull my thoughts together. And I wanted to give you the top four reasons why pull works better, better than push. It reminds me of, I want to say it was the far side. Uh, it was either Dilbert or the far side, but I want to say it was the far side. And uh, you saw the, uh, the cartoon where it had the school for the gifted and talented and it had a door in the front. And it had clearly said a uh, pole on the door and a guy was leaning against it with all his might pushing, trying to open the door. It, it just reminds me that we as leaders sometimes want to push when we uh, should be allowing teams to pull. So here are the top four ideas, the top four things that I came up for consideration that I think you need to think about when you start considering a pull or push versus pull mentality when it comes to how you adopt business agility. And the first one is if your organization ever has any intent, desire, or any type of hybridized version of attempting to adapt or adopt Kanban. If you add a Kanban board that, that visualizes and lets you see your workflow, you know, this is going to help you have more of a pull mentality. Those pure whip limits um, to deliver only what's reasonable and the, uh, the small time boxes that go around it, it would allow you to be able to complete things with fewer interruptions and allow you to be able to pull things in and get things done as a team as opposed to a more traditional scrum framework where you are being driven by a backlog that's constantly being maintained and groomed, which it should be, but every two weeks sprint, you have the work pushed down that's expected for you to be done. Now, I realize the team should make the final commitment, obviously, but I would be remiss if I said that I didn't see opportunities for improvement there. Where I see in scrum, all the work gets pushed at once, the team often starts multiple things at one time. Whip limits aren't honored. And as a result, what winds up happening is the team works for several days throughout the sprint and only gets most of the work 85% of the way done instead of finishing what they started, right? 
So this gives you an opportunity to really focus in and pull Agile wins every time there, right? As opposed to push. The second time when pull Agile wins is when it comes to sprint length or iteration duration. You know, I've seen organizations say, we're out of time for testing. So we tried two-week sprints and we ran out of time for testing. So we're going to expand to three-week sprints so we can have that extra week to test. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here today to tell you that's not how it works. If you're doing a two-week sprint and you're trying to add on an extra week for testing, what's going to wind up happening is development's going to happen that week too. So now you've just increased a week of debt and put uh, testing one week behind every single sprint. So how do you solve this problem? It's going to surprise you. Reduce the sprint iteration. If you reduce iterations, that means fewer interruptions are going to happen. It means the team can discover and get their head around how much work they can do in a set time frame, and it allows them to better pull and manage the work that's coming into their queue. Uh, the third or the third thing you can do, the third, the third option that you have here, the third eye-opening aha for me when it comes to this was asking questions for incoming project work. In other words, having some type of plan around the work that's coming in and how are you going to handle interruption? So asking questions like, when do you need to stand by? Is it more important or less important to valuable project we're working on? How are we going to scope this? You know, I think that grooming and refinement still plays an important part, even if you're using a pull approach. So just like I mentioned, pull wins. So the first one was, if you're trying to implement Kanban, you should, but make sure you're implementing Kanban correctly, setting up whip limits, making sure you get to things, set up a Kanban board, visualize what you're trying to do and get it done. Second one is reduce your sprint uh, iteration length, shorter sprints, make it more capable. One week sprints or no sprints at all is usually what's recommended. Number three, ask questions about incoming work. Make sure you're properly maintaining and grinning your backlog. So far, so good. Last one, number four. Make sure you have a T-shaped cross-functional team. I can't tell you how many times I walk into organizations and the first thing I discover is that there are silos everywhere. It looks like everyone's a farmer, right? There, there's wheat silos everywhere. No, it's just, it's amazing to me to see how many experts we have in one field, but yet we don't have cross-functional people who can do the work. And it makes me sad because I think if a team's going to feel empowered and if a team's going to feel energized about Agile, they need to have the ability to try new things. They need to have the ability to explore new options. They need to have the ability to reduce the debt load that they have so that they can be capable to do these things. And I think that sometimes we trap the team by putting these boundaries around them, thinking that we're helping them, putting undue pressure on them to uh, push the work to them because we know their capabilities and and uh, we trap them into committing to too much work when they don't have an opportunity to do proper analysis, development, unit testing, you know, even functional testing. It just doesn't happen. We end up splitting people based on who, who's best at what. And of course, what winds up happening is we wind up with a poorly thrown together Scrum implementation as opposed to a pull-based Agile implementation that really works. So I hope that you understand the difference between pull and push and how it works. And I hope that this episode was useful to you. If you have questions or comments about this episode, we encourage you to write to us at learnmore@agiledad.com. You can always reach out to us on the Agile Dad website. We'd love to hear from you there. And if you have an idea of something that you'd like to see or hear on the Agile Dad Daily Stand-Up Podcast, let us know. We'd love to hear your ideas and recommendations. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care. We'll see you tomorrow.